Well, I'm back. Welcome. Welcome to episode 26. I just looked. It's been over three weeks since we recorded an episode. Um, let's just get the cat out of the bag. Probably be doing a lot of solos. Uh, might bring the wife on for a few. Nate just had, you know, he's got a lot going on. So, it is, it is what it is. It's hard to line up schedules. Everybody knows, you know I mean? It's hard to line up schedules when you got kids. Everybody's kids is different when your kid goes to bed, when my kid goes to bed, what you guys do during the weeks, your routines, each, that, and the other. So, it just didn't work out, you know? Just going to be me. But, um, yeah. So, I hope you guys have been doing good. It's been three and a half weeks. There's been, been a lot going down. A lot has happened. I'll give you an update on my little baby girl, my little princess. Um, she sits up on her own now. She's a crawler. I know she was, I think she was crawling three and a half weeks ago. I don't know. It's like, they're working towards doing something and they're so close to doing it. And then it's like going over a mountaintop. Like they're just like, oh, they're almost there. They're almost there. They're almost there. And then, and then they're just like the best at it. Like they're doing it all the time. They're all over the place. Like it's not like you learn how to crawl or gradually crawling. You learn how to crawl or crawling everywhere. Go, 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 go. So she's crawling everywhere. She's doing what I call the dead man crawl. Uh, She's got, she doesn't use her legs at all. She just pulls with her arms. Very, very strong in the upper body. Um. A little concerned about that. Uh, she might beat the shit out of me as a young child. So, uh, got that to worry worry about. Because uh, she can literally grab onto the top of our couch. On the top of our couch, there's like a... Uh, it's a leather couch, so there's a little... Uh, like a bead going around it. I don't know if it's like the stitching or whatnot. She can grab that with her hands. And we can let go of her and she can just hang there. She loves it. She'll do it. For days, I would imagine. Um, Sitting up. She was doing a little half sit-up. She would always try to sit up. And uh, she would end up in what I call the swimsuit pose. You can imagine it. It was adorable. Um, So, she's sitting up now. Yeah, just one day, she just popped up. And then it was just like, boom, boom, boom. Second nature. So, basically, an independent child. Uh, She tried to climb out of her... What do we call that? She tried to climb out of her crib. So I dropped the mattress down below. Now she just climbs up and she stands up and falls down. She loves to fall. That's her her excitement is the fall. It's not so much the climbing. She wants to climb so she can fall. And you have to catch her. If not, she'll just fall. She's getting tougher, which is good. You know, hitting her head. She'll like hit her head on stuff. Just like bumping here and there. And she's handling it pretty well. She's just kind of like, boom. Like she's hard-headed like her dad. So that's good. But, um, yeah, so that's uh, that's the three-week update. I'm trying to figure out if we've done anything, you know, just, like, amazing in the last three weeks, off the ordinary, something crazy to learn from, uh, new things that we've used, uh, something I would like to talk about. All right, all the shit that you accumulate with your children. You just, you know, you go through it. And uh, in our position, which there's probably a lot out there, you got your first kid, and you're possibly planning on having a second kid. So you you get done with stuff, but you're like, well, we're going to save it because we got that second kid. So I totally get that. Um, now you've just got all this stuff, and you have to store it, okay? Now, I have 
two garages, but like I just, they're full of stuff. They're full of my stuff. So it's like I don't really have attic space, so that kind of takes away from storage. I don't want to get a storage unit. So it's like, you know, what are we going to do? So I uh, honestly, we were just throwing things out in the garage. I was getting pretty lazy. Finally, I got a bug up my ass and decided I was going to organize it. Um, went to Lowe's, bought some metal shelving. Oh, dude, it's awesome. We bought the metal shelving, and then we bought the, uh, I would like to, I think they're like, they're yeah, they're 40-gallon totes. They're uh, Craftsman, yeah, Craftsman 40-gallon totes. Love them. You can fit like three totes on each shelf. You could put three shelves on each one, and you can store a lot of fucking shit. So you're just going to have to pack shit to the ceiling everywhere you go because it's like... We had a swing. We stopped using the swing, so I tore it down, fitted in a tote. Uh, we got the Mamaru, kind of like a swing. It's like a chair that like rocks and does different shit with sounds and stuff. So we got that outside. And moving on to new things, we got climbing blocks. So she's climbing and stuff. They're a lot of fun. Her grandma got this like play mat. She loves that. Um, really into screaming. I wouldn't say screaming. She's a yeller. She's like, ah! She's yelling all the time. Just yelling. Uh, Dada. Says Dada nonstop. Uh, my wife made sure. I literally was sitting in the living room one morning as my wife was feeding her. And I was eating breakfast. Waiting for her to get done. I just hear my wife, Chad, Chad, come here, come here, come here. I like run in there and I'm like, what? She's like, she was saying Dada. So we want to coordinate that with you coming. And I'm like... Yeah, we don't want to coordinate her saying dada with me running there every time because that, you know, she's going to start using that to her advantage. I mean, this kid is eight months old and I can see in her eyes that she's like mischievous. Like, you know, when she was climbing out of her crib, my wife took pictures of it. She was climbing out of her crib and she looked at my wife and she smiled. She's like, I know I shouldn't be doing this, but I am. And that was that smile. And that, that is me, you know. That is definitely my kid because... That's what I was. I had a shit-eating grin. Just, and it was like, you tell me not to do it, and I wanted to do it that much more. So, hopefully, she just won't be as crazy. You know, let's just hope she stays away from, like, the, you know, criminal activities and all that stuff. But I think we got a lot of good topics today. Alright, so the first one I want to talk about... I took a poll. We did a couple polls. I was trying to do polls. I was trying to keep up on polls. I'm terrible. I'm terrible at social media, guys. I, I, and now it's like almost overwhelming because so I decided to open a Facebook page for my dad's construction company with me and him, you know, trying to post pictures. I've even fallen short of like the last couple of jobs. I've forgotten to take pictures at all. And, um, but I mean, the work is just coming in. So it's like, that's not really hurting. Um, I have my own Facebook page. I don't do anything on it. I always feel bad when new people follow me because I'm, I, and I've said this before, I always feel bad because I'm like, I, I feel like they have expectations of me. Like, I feel like, <laughs> this may be a little arrogant. I feel like I'm a really fun guy to be around, especially a lot of people that you meet for the first time is in like a, it's like a party setting, whether it be a wedding, a bar, things like that. And, you know, I'm really getting it, you know, having some drinks, I'm a dancer, I'm a singer, I'm, I'm great, I'm outgoing. So you either love me or hate me. I don't know. But if you friend request me, then you must have loved me. But then, I don't know. Yeah, my real life does not reflect on social media, which I don't think is a bad thing. I don't know how people do it. I don't know how 
I don't know how you can keep up with your life on social media. I just feel like you have to stop every, like, like, it's like, oh, you're in this moment. And you're like, like how you'd have to train yourself to take the picture. Not that it's terrible. I wouldn't say that it's wrong to do that because my wife wants to take pictures and have memories and stuff like that. And I never, never have my phone. I don't take pictures. The only thing I ever send is dumb TikToks to my friends. That's as far as I go, you know, play Sudoku, shit like that. I'm getting these little spurts where I'm like trying to do, you know, like when I was doing the polls, I was trying to do them like every week and I was trying to be more interactive. It's like if I was a good podcaster, you know, and I put time into this, it's like, you know, there'd be like little pictures with questions under it and little interactive things and, you know, things with my daughter and stuff like that. But I'm terrible at social media. I'm, I'm honestly just a stalker. I get on there to get at pe- look at people and judge them. That's what I do. Um, so you've probably been judged by me. If you're listening to this, you're friends with me on social media, I've judged you. Now I'm not saying in a hateful way, but I just like, I always have an opinion on everything. That's just me. You know, it's annoying, but I get it. So the poll we did, all right, the first poll, cause there's two polls and they were both very interesting. Um, actually I did three polls. One of them I did on Instagram or I did on my podcast. So this is going to be our. So when I do polls on Instagram for the Most Valuable Dad podcast and I share them to Facebook, they go to my personal Facebook story, which a lot of people interact with that, which I should keep doing. I actually tried to post on the story of Most Valuable Dad on Facebook, and I didn't. I got a couple, but not a lot. So uh, first poll we did, um, buying your kid a cell phone before or after they can drive. I feel like driving, That's the. I think that's the crucial. That's when I got my cell phone. And honestly, I think that's when you should get a cell phone. Um, which is, you know, it's almost like a terrible concept because like, Hey, you can drive now. We're going to give you a phone to, you know, so you can start texting and driving and possibly kill yourself. But no, for me, I don't know. I think when you're driving, uh, I guess it's like, all right, you're driving now. There's a possibility of you getting stranded. You got to have a phone to call people. That makes sense. Before then, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be a no, you know, I'm not going to get my kid a cell phone before they're 16. And, you know, I've talked to people and a lot of people are like, well, how are they going to get a hold of you? And I'm like, well, there's going to be plenty of other kids with cell phones. So there's that. Um, there's still telephone poles. There's telephone poles. There's still, there are telephone poles. There's still telephones. You know, we're still using landlines. You know, if they're calling me, uh, they better be calling me from a friend's house or from the school or from somewhere that I know they are. You know, because there's no need for them to be in a situation where they don't have a phone and they need to call me. You know, if they are in a car accident, uh, or something bad happens where they're not near a phone, um, hoping that the police or emergency vehicles will let me know. I don't want to think about that. That'll, that'll freak me the fuck out. But uh, that's my side of it. I can see getting phones before then. It's just, it's a slippery slope. I guess the biggest thing is, you know, trying to, you know, not so much control, but um, you give them a phone and it's like, they just have access to everything now. Because everything's smartphones. It's like, are you going to give them a flip phone? I'm not going to give my kid a flip phone. I'm going to give them a smartphone. But I think by 16, maybe they can... I can have told them some things. I mean, can they have Facebook before 16? You know, because you can have Facebook without having a phone. Are they allowed on the computer to have Facebook? I don't really see a necessary... I don't see... I don't see the need for Facebook at a young age. I think if we get them on social media too young, they might, you know, that's where the addiction will start. It's like, oh, and the mindset. Now, I'm not here to tell you what's right and wrong. I'm here to tell you my opinion. So you can listen to it or not. I don't give a shit. Uh, I think, you know, women, 
men, even when you're young. If you're on social media, you're getting ideas from it, you know, and, and you're very encourageable. Is that the word I'm looking for? I don't know. You're, you're easily manipulated. So, and it's like, you know, with women, it's body images. You know, with men, it's women's body images. It's like men are learning these things about what men are doing, you know, being douchebags, being fuckboys. And, you know, women are learning about, you know, this is what's hot and this is what you have to do to be hot. And it's crazy, you know. And, I mean, I get that eventually they're going to get there. It's like I'm not trying to shelter my kid from social media completely for the rest of their life. They're not going to be nuns. I'm going to let them out in the world. But I'm hoping that I can at least prepare them before I let them out there. <clears throat> because, you know, I mean, even at 16, we're all idiots. But it's hard for me to think, you know, giving a kid a phone at 11, they're smart, you know. I got a buddy, his daughter's 11. She's very smart. She's very smart. And, like, yeah, you can have social media then. I think they understand it. But I also think that, you know, their brains are, they're still in that point where they're, they're teachable and, you know, social, they could be getting their information from the wrong place, which, but at the same time, you know, it's like, it is what it is. I mean, you couldn't, you can give it to them early. Really, I think it's just all about presence. Everything stems down to presence. If you give them a phone before they're 16, probably, I imagine a lot of you who voted on that were probably, are probably going to be, yeah, you're probably going to be very um, observant of what's going on on that phone. You're probably going to have access to everything knowing what's going on. So I get that. And I think as long as, you know, we're communicating with them, you know, they see these things and it's like you're noticing. You have to notice. Just notice your kids and be like, mm, what are you doing that for? Just ask them. You can ask questions. I'm not saying, don't look at them and say, don't do that, you know. We live in a different world. It's fucking crazy. It's evolving every day and... You know, you gotta, you just gotta go with it. Like, your kids are gonna be different than what you are. Which, it's like, it's easy for me to think about it now. But, it's, there's probably gonna be a chance that my daughter's just gonna love something so much that I'm just, like, either annoyed or just hate it. And it's like, you know, I mean, my parents probably hated a lot of, they, they definitely hated a lot of the shit I did. Because I did stupid shit. So, they had every reason to hate me. To hate me. They didn't hate me. To hate the shit that I was doing. They were just like, they were annoyed by it. And I can see, that's going to happen. It's just like, can you can you have the mindset to be like, you know, they're doing, they're, they're making their own path, they're living their own life, I can't control it. Uh, so I don't want to control it, I just kind of want to, I want to just, you know, kind of direct it in the right direction. I want to go, you know, for my daughter, it's like I want to teach her to be happy with herself, and, you know, love herself, um, love to take care of herself, things like that, you know, it's like, uh, sometimes I think that, you know, we use like, oh, I want to be happy as an excuse to be lazy, but I think there's a, there's a, um, there's a good medium, you know, you don't have to be fucking in super good shape, you can, awesome, but also I think you should be healthy, I think, I think the biggest thing is just like, be healthy, you know, teach them to be healthy, don't teach them to be fat or skinny, teach them to be healthy, um, so yeah, I, I do need to talk more with people about, you know, giving their kids phones early. And like I said, if I'm going to make my own opinion, a lot of the people that I saw that I know, I know all these people that did the polls and the people that said that they're going to give their kids phone, you know, some people, kids already have phones, 11, 12 years old. 
And I know that those parents are, they know what's going on. Like they're involved in it. They're also very involved with their children. So it's like they're communicating with them. They're, they're raising them. You know, if you were just to give your kid a phone and just, just be like, you, you know, you act like that phone. It's like, you, it's just you and your kid and your wife or your husband or whatever. And you guys are all sitting on the couch and you're on your phone. Now the phone's raising your kid. So then they're just getting all their information from that as opposed to, you know, you talking through with it. Because, hey, we are the intelligent. I'm not intelligent, but, you know, I guess I could, you know, you got to share a light for them. They got to know what's going on. Cell phones are, they're intense, man. Like I said, we did a whole episode, me and Hunter, about all the shit on the internet, the access. You're talking about little kid, little girls, you know, these grown-ass men reaching out to girls, boys probably. And it's like, oh, man. Like, and then, like, it's it's just crazy. But it's like, you know what? The, if The harder you try to shelter your kids from that, it's like the harder they're going to push back sometimes, I feel like. So it's like, you got to be like, listen, there's things out there. I want to let you out there, but I want to prepare you for the bad things. Not just like, it's all bad, because it's not all bad. You just have to, you know, that's my direction. That's what I'm thinking about. You know, I'm just like staying in contact with my daughter, hearing her opinion, you know, asking her questions, being, you know, communicating with her and not just being like, oh, you're a girl. I'm a guy. This doesn't make sense. No, you know, I am going to be the ultimate girl dad slash mom. I am. It's basically like a two mom household. I'm very momish, very emotional, very, all those things. Um, Funny thing, let's side note it, uh, you know, posting pictures of my daughter on Facebook rarely, but I do. It's like you say a post and it's like, how could I ever say no to this face? And people respond to it directly like, oh, you'll definitely say no when it means it. I'm like, yes, I'm going to say fucking no. Just look at her and be like, oh, all I want you to do is fucking put heart eyes, okay? Or all cute. That's all I need. I don't need you to tell me. I, I will say no. Maybe. I don't know. Honestly, at this point, it could go either way. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm wrapped around her finger hard. So, but um, she's just too fucking cute. And she gets cuter every day, which is, you know. I had somebody tell me the other day, they're like, your your daughter's going to be gorgeous. And I think, and I'm like, yeah. And I'm pretty sure that's probably going to be my curse. She's going to be beautiful. And... That's just going to make me nervous. I'm not saying it's bad that she's beautiful. It's going to be awesome. I, you know, my daughter's always going to be beautiful. But, like, she's going to be so beautiful. And, you know, I'm just going to be, like, I'm going to be crazy. Because, like, all the guys are going to want to date her or something like that. But maybe they won't. That would be cool, too. You know? But, no. So, that was the first poll. The second poll we did. What was the second poll that we did? Oh, it was, like, paying your kids to do chores. And there was a lot more yeses than I imagine no's. Um, I don't really understand it. I don't, I mean, it's whatever you want. In my mind, I just feel like, as a feeling, it's an opinion. Move on if you don't like it. I feel like if you start paying your kids to do chores at a young age, it's just like they're motivated by the money. Which, I mean, I understand. It. Yeah, motivate them with money. I do get that. But, like, chores are just chores. Chores have to be done. Now, can we motivate? No, now we got to move on to another thing. It's like, now what about motivating good grades? Because everyone's like, some people's like, oh, you got an A and so many A's on your report card, you know, and you get a certain amount of money for each A. So now you're paying your kid to be smarter. Is that, is that the same thing? Because you're motivating your kid to get good grades. I don't know. 
I think, now that I'm thinking about it, I'm going to do a poll. But now that I'm thinking about it, I think I would pay my kid to get good grades. Because I think that that'll help out. Because in the beginning, it's like, oh, what is school? Bah, da, 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 just going to hang out. But if I'm like, hey, if you get an A, I'll give you money. Because money, money speaks volumes. But like with chores, I'm like, if you do this, you'll get money. It's almost like, well, they won't. It's like if they don't need the money, they won't do it. But I guess you could say the same with grades. But I'm like, I don't want chores to be thought of as an option. Chores are necessary. It's like, take out the trash. You're taking out the trash every week. That's your job. You're going to take out the trash every Wednesday. I will be repaying my children, not with money, but it's like, okay, you did your chores this week. Yes, you can go spend the night with Susie. Yes, you can go to the movies with the girls. Stuff like that, you know? So I think I... I think, you know, we'll be paying for chores, but I won't be paying in money. I'll be paying in, like, you know, good deeds. You know, when you come up to me and you're like, oh, can I go spend the night at Trina's house? I don't know where I'm coming up with these fucking names. Uh, and I'll be like, unfortunately, you didn't do your chores this week, so I'm going to have to say no. And even if, you know, they're like, oh, I'll do them really fast. I'm like, unfortunately, that's not going to work. But next week, if you do your chores on time, then... Then we'll talk about it. So, I think that's my motivation. I just, I can't get behind paying kids for chores. Because then I think it sends the wrong message. But, like I said, I'm an idiot. Um, so, yeah, if you don't pay your kids for chores, I don't care. But, um, I won't be. I won't be paying my kids for chores. I think I'm, I think I'm probably going to pay my kid to um, get good grades. I think that's an option. I don't know if that would motivate me. I mean, all right, growing up in high school, I played sports. I worked during the summer uh, with my dad, construction and stuff, but really I didn't work much. Um, I was spoiled in a good way. I think there's a good way to spoil, but I think I was spoiled in a good way. Like, I never had a legitimate job till I got out of college, and I started working for my dad full time. But, like, yeah, during high school, like, I was just doing summer jobs, and then I'd do sports, and then I just, I didn't, I, like, I like I could have really dedicated myself to sports, what I should have. But I think, and this is what I think I'm going to do, so this is leading into another topic. I think what I'm going to do is, like, hey, here are some options. It's like, I want you to get good grades. That's first and foremost. We want you to get good grades to give yourself opportunity if you want to go to college um, you know, you can go into trade school, whatever, whatever you want to do. Good grades is a good start. Um, do you like sports? Okay. You like sports. Uh, you like, if you want to dedicate yourself to sports and your grades, grades first, then I will not require you to have a job. I'm not big on requiring kids to have jobs in high school. I do want to teach them work ethic, but I think you can do that with them without them having a job. I didn't have a job. I think I have a pretty good work ethic, but yeah. <laughs> I'm saying these things about myself. You know, <laughs> I'm not the best judge of character for myself because I'm going to always give myself the benefit of the doubt. But it's like, all right, so play sports. Now, if you don't play sports, then I think, I think you get a job. Now, I'm not going to tell you that you got to get a job that you're working every night. And I don't want you, like, leaving school at 3, going to work until 9 every day. 
But like, you know, something here and there, part-time, you know, a couple, two, three, maybe four shifts a week, definitely weekends. I, I would have hated my parents if they would have made me get a job and I would have had to work on weekends. But, and I'm trying to think of all the people in my class that had jobs on weekends and if that correlated to them being good people. I do know one person and she had a job most of high school. She didn't play sports. She was good in class and she had a job. Um, and she turned out really well. Yeah, so she's in good shape. Um, and I think like, so, and this is, I'm guessing, I think that she was raised, it was like she had to make her own money. Not like, like it wasn't like, hey, you got to live on your own kind of thing. But it was like, if you want spending money, you're going to have to earn it. Like for me, uh, it was kind of like my parents was like, oh, here's, you know, go do this. But it's like, you got to be doing something. You got to be getting decent grades. Uh, you got to stay out of trouble, which I didn't do. Um, you're playing sports, but you got to be committed to those sports. Uh, during the summer, you're helping your dad. So I did help my dad during the summer, not as much as I should have. But, you know, I was kind of a lax student, but it's hard. You know, it's hard to think about these. And plus, it's like, all right, my kid's eight months old. So she starts high school or elementary school in five, six years. And then we're in school for the next 12. And, I mean, imagine what where school is going to be in six years. You know, are they going to go completely um, to an electronic system? You know, it's like we don't even have schools. Uh, we just, like, you go there for sports, but other than that, you do everything from home. I don't think that's ever a good idea. I think, I think working from home is a good idea, but I think in the beginning, everybody, like, school should always be in person because that's how you get those interactions. You learn how to talk to people, da-da-da-da, helps you in work. That's your social skills. You can't get that doing at-home e-learning. Or Sarah and I were in a pandemic. They're doing a lot of e-learning stuff. So that's that's where I'm at with that. I think there should always be in-class school. But it's like once we get there, it's like, all right, mostly probably going to be a lot of computers. I know nowadays it's like every kid has to have their own like iPad thing or something. And everything's based off of that. Uh, we had to carry around a bunch of books. I hope they still do. If they don't, I'm going to be pissed because that's just, that's just like that builds character. You know, just the biggest fucking book, and you only go through probably a third of it. You know, eighth grade, uh, eighth grade history class, Mr. Ritz, what's up? If you went to Frankton, I'm pretty sure we had a big history book. Probably didn't even touch it because I don't know if we had it for a semester. I think maybe we had it for a semester. Three quarters of that semester was watching, um, Roots. Yeah, you watch like an episode every, yeah, look up Roots, I, I need to look it up to see how many episodes it was, but I mean, there's a lot of that gone, so you don't even use that book, but, <laughs> backtracking, uh, getting back, you know, it's like, paying your kids to do chores, you gonna do it? I don't know, sure, why not? I can't afford it. Honestly, if I was like, I ought to pay you to do chores, and they're like, I don't want to do it, I'd be like, I guess I'll just go do it myself. Versus I'm like, hey, you just, I, like, my mindset is like, all right, you just do it. Go do the chores. You don't have an option. That's how you, that's how you earn your social life. I'll pay you with friendships. There you go. 
You want to go hang out with your friends on the weekend? Do your chores. That's my thing. I think paying with money is probably the same concept. Do the chores, give them a little money, they use it during the weekend. I'm going to be like, okay, you did your chores, you can go out the weekend, then I'll give them the money. So maybe we're probably paying, we're doing the same system, it's just different steps. It's a crazy concept. But hey, it works. It fucking works. I did another poll. This was the one I did on the Most Valuable Dad podcast Facebook page, which probably didn't get seen by a lot of people. Um, oh, yeah, I was talking about paying for your kid's college tuition. I got rid of kids there. Like, I, I mean, I think everybody should start a savings account for their kids. My parents had one for me. I got it when I was 18. Spent the whole fucking thing on stupid shit. Or maybe I got one of 16. I don't I should have never had it. But, um, like, I know some people that their parents have saved up to pay for their college. Like, they go to college, their parents pay for it. Uh, my parents helped me. They didn't pay for everything, but they helped me. Um, and I paid for part of it. Um, but, yeah, that's something to think about. I mean, you're going to have to start right now. You know, are you going to pay for your kid's college? A lot of people are like, no. Like, they probably think that it's like, but I'm like, you know, Maybe. If I had enough money to pay for my kids' college, I, I think I would. Because I think, you know, college debt's the craziest fucking thing ever. You go to school for four years, you get a degree. Okay? I'm not saying college is crazy, so watch out, all you tradespeople. I love tradespeople, too. I promote them both, though. You go to school for four years to get a degree, but then you're paying, you're paying that school off over the next 20 years. I feel like people don't get their loans paid off till they're like 40. Depending on what school you become a doctor, shit. Hopefully you make enough to the point where you can. I bet you doctors still pay on their shit for a long time because they go to that much more schooling. But yeah, college is that to me. But I mean like, yeah, if like, like thinking about it, if it was like, okay, I came out of school, I went to college, got my degree, didn't have any debt. I don't know. I don't blame my parents for this at all. They helped me out tenfold and I loved every bit of it. I went to a private school first two years. is dumb as fuck. But, um, yeah, it would be so much easier if you came out with a degree and you had no money to owe. You don't have to worry about, you know, in the next six to 12 months, you're going to have to start paying monthly for this bill for the rest of your life, basically. Um, luckily, I did college for about 10 years, so, you know, I'll probably be paying on it until I'm dead. Uh, finally got the degree, though, so that's all that matters. But, Things you got to think about, man. Like It's like my kid's eight months old, but, you know, there's a lot I got to prepare for down the road. I've already got a car. Um, my dad gave me my first vehicle. This is a 95 Dodge Dakota. If you know me, you know the Dakota. She's a gym. Um, dad gave her to me. He was going to sell it. And I was like, hey, man, I'll, I'll take it up here. And he's like, oh, man, I'll give it to you. And I was like, cool. Fuck yeah. So I got her in the garage, man. She's garage kept now. Uh, gonna put a new battery in her. I'm gonna fix her up. You know, my daughter turned 16. When will that be? She was born in 2020, right? So it'll be 2036. It'll be a classic. It'll be how old? So, uh, 2025, it'll be 30 years old. So it'll be 41 years old. It'll be a classic. And I'm gonna restore it. I'm gonna put some new headlights on it. Maybe get some good carpet in there. Needs a lot of work. But it's kind of fun, you know? Nice to have a little hobbies. Uh, for all you dads out there, I want to I want to tell you something that you can do 
that will make you feel so fucking manly. Uh, change your brakes. I uh, had my buddy. He does all his shit on his truck. I'm not very mechanical. I was like, hey, man. Uh, we actually have the same truck. So it's like I knew ex- like we were going to do exactly the same thing. So I was like, hey, man. Uh, I was thinking about changing my brakes. I was wondering if you'd help me. He's like, hey, I want to change my brakes, too. We'll change them together. So we actually did that one Sunday. We changed our brakes. We ran into a lot of issues just because his were kind of rusted. One of my clips was broke, da-da-da-da, whatever. Got it done. Super simple. It was funny because the next day my dad's like, hey, how'd your brakes go? Good. Hey, we, we do mine? I'm like, oh, yeah, fuck yeah, I'll do your brakes. So I changed his brakes out and like he was asking me all these questions. And I was like, I knew what I was doing because my buddy took the time to actually walk me through it, teach me how to do it, what was happening, what I was doing that. Um, but And my dad was like, yeah, I've never changed brakes. And I was like, oh, it's super, super simple. And like his was different than mine because his truck's older than my truck. But like. I like, I figured it out and it was like, oh dude, it was so fulfilling. Um, that's probably just a man thing. But when you're a dad, you, you get an extra manliness thing. Cause then you're like, oh yeah, I can go tell my kids, you know, it's something you're going to be like, oh, well, this is what I can do. You know, all the cool shit that you're like when you're growing up and you're like, damn man, that's cool. Like not just their job, but like shit that like. Like some people pay to have their tr- their vehicles worked on, and you can do work on your vehicle, and it's like that's pretty cool. So there you go. That's like some dad points. Anywho, about thirty minutes. I think I'm gonna start shortening the podcast just because it's hard. It's not hard for me to talk out loud, but I know that my thoughts probably get a little, little just rambly for uh, all you listeners out there. Um, Maybe with the three weeks, you guys got desperate, and you're just going to jump all over it when I post it on Facebook and Instagram, and whew, not going to respond to anything that I ask. You, you do do the polls. I've realized that the polls are the best way to get responses, so I'm going to start, I'm going to start doing polls. And like I was talking with Nate, you know, the big thing that I want to move this podcast to, because most of the time it's like... We're talking about what we're doing with our kids, where we're at. And it's like, you know, I mean, everybody's there. There's people ahead of us. It's like, what can I offer parents that have, you know, say parents have two kids. Uh, I only have one, so I can't really offer anything to them. Uh, Parents, kids are older. They've already been through what I've been through. So I think more or less, like I said, this is my goal. My goal is to raise those questions for the future. Like, what are we going to do in the future? Uh, Cool thing I saw today. For all the, I know, like, so there's some people that I know that they have one kid probably before me, but now they're getting to their second. So, hey, here I am. Because, you know, I'm here to offer you some options for your second kid. Maybe you don't think about. I saw today the girl that watches my kid on Thursday. She has, when she said it was a stroller that converted into a um, pull behind. Uh, So you could pull behind a bicycle and it was also a stroller. And it was the coolest thing. So I think she, I think she said they may not make them, and you might have to find them. I know that there's all these things that they're trying to find. Uh, the rock and play, you always hear about the rock and play. My daughter did not like the rock and play at all. So you know, if you don't get one, that's fine. I don't know. I think we sold ours. So some lucky person got a rock and play. They kind of, they discontinued them, um, which is you know. It is what it is, because, you know, it's like, oh, the kids were dying, but, you know. Oh, man. Parents, you guys are killing it. Can I just tell you, 
that it's like there's always something. And I've said this before. You're literally just trying to keep your kid from killing themselves at this point in their life. They have no clue. And it's like you're just teaching them. I'm teaching a kid that just doesn't understand. Like maybe a little, but not. Like there's no communication. So it's like just trying to do all these things. It's like, oh, she just tries to roll off the couch. I'm like, hey, dude, you could land on your head and break your neck probably. But it's like she just loves it, you know. Like it's it's so amazing to see how just how freaking you know pure they are. They're so pure. They always talk about kids being pure. They are. They don't have any problems. They don't have any reason to hate anything. They just love everything. They're adventurous. They're they're touched. They're just they're oh gosh, I wish I had that adventure in me. Just think if we had the 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 mindset of a eighth month old child at um. At my age, 32, just imagine, like, I would, I'd, you, we'd all rule the world because it's like nothing would ever be enough. It's like nothing's ever enough for them. They're always, they're always on to something. They're always like, oh, what's that over there? What's that there? What's that? Like, you, oh, man, it's just, it's beautiful to watch. Uh, my wife has started, um, she started reminiscing, uh, going back through old shit. And it's like, oh, dude, she'll send me pictures of our kid from the first day. It's like, oh, it's like you miss those days, but in a way, it's not like you want to go back, but it's like, what? I mean, my kid has changed so much from zero to eight months. Like, she's not even the same person, and you're just like, mm, that was my little baby. And she, like, she's still my baby girl, but she's like a big baby girl now. Like, she, she basically, she's already an adult. And it's just, it's mind-blowing. And they're always like, oh, man, it's going so fast. It's going too fast. And I'm like... And I, I get it. You're not like it's going too fast like you want it to stop. It's just like there's so much and you want to take every second of it in. And like you said, your kid's always moving on to the next thing. And you're just trying to stay there in certain moments. Um, I know my wife's big on wanting my daughter to be cuddly. Hopefully she's not like me because I'm not a cuddler. So I hope she likes to cuddle so then they can cuddle together. But I totally get that concept now. And I do get... <laughs> I do get the the saying, it's like, wait till you have kids. Like, yeah, I'm a totally different person. I react to things completely different. But, don't say it. You just sound like an asshole. You sound like an arrogant asshole. It's like every time, it's like, well, wait till you have kids. And then you have a kid. Wait till you have your second one. It's never like, oh, you had a kid. Awesome, man. How's it going? You know? Just like, you know? Don't fucking, don't ruin it. I mean, wait till the next thing. Wait till this. We were always telling me, you know, it's like, I love how the old guys are like, oh, wait till you get old. And I'm like, yeah, but you were young once too. Like, just let me enjoy it. Like, when people were telling you that when you were young, where you, you were probably the same way. It's just like, just let people enjoy it. But we never will. That's just not our mindset as a as a nation. We're really into just fucking picking each, everybody apart. Um, You want me to go on a little rant, you know? Hey, man, if you got a problem with something, if you're not doing something to change it, then just shut up. Like I don't, I don't try to get my voice out there on any certain matter because I don't educate myself on things. I talk about parenting because I I'm confident in parenting. I love it. I love parenting. That is something that I'm passionate about. I do enjoy. Um, but you know, I see a lot of people out there that I know, and they're just really into you know picking things apart, like. Why isn't this this way? Why isn't that like this? This is wrong. That's wrong. Everybody makes mistakes. You're making mistakes. I'm making mistakes. If you think something's wrong, 
Be the change. That's me just here telling you, man. Just be the change. Look out there. Go change it. You know, parenting ideas. Go change it. And just everything in life. Just enjoy the moment. You know, just enjoy your kids. Enjoy your family. Um, just really get into it. Because it's so much fun. It's so much fun when your mentality is different. I can see... I can see parenting being a struggle if you find it as a struggle. Like, I mean, I can understand. Like, if your kid... If you have problems with your child, you know, kid cries a lot, stuff like that. I mean, if you're trying to, you're trying to do everything. I know people that, you know, they, they had to deal with a lot. And they, you know, they finally worked it out. But, like, if you... Like, if you're waking up and you're like, oh, it's going to be like that today. You just... And it's hard to do. I mean, there's been days where it's like, man, I'm watching the kid today. You know, I'm not feeling my hottest. So it's like, I know I got to keep an eye on her. Maybe I want to be a little lazy, but I can't. I got a parent. And it's kind of like you see it's like work as opposed to like joy. And it can seem worse. But I've like in the beginning, I you know, we really been to the schedule. So for me, it was like, all right, we keep her away for two hours and then she'll go to bed and I can do some stuff. And it's not so much that way anymore. I'm just like, as opposed to, I'm seeing how, you know, how long before her next nap. Not because I want to be away from her, just because it's like, all right, I got stuff I got to do because that's life. You know, even when you have kids, you still got to be an adult. But now it's like, ah, man, I'm going to enjoy every second of this time. Instead of looking for that nap. And then it's like, oh, the nap, it's time to nap, darn. But she goes to sleep and then you get your stuff done. And you're like, oh, she's waking back up. It's like. It's all about that mentality. And I'm not saying you're a bad parent if, like, sometimes you're like, oh, man, like, you're just not feeling it. You're you're going to have off days parenting. Just keep your kid alive that day. That's all I'm asking. Just keep them alive that day and get to that next day when you're, you're on it. You know, or go take a moment. Go take a second. But, like, just enjoy every second of it. I mean, I know you guys are all out there doing it. You're all out there killing it. Um, but... I'm going to try to be better about polls. I'm going to be better about the podcast because it's just me now. I don't have to worry about someone else's schedule. Uh, Oh, another thing I want to talk about. School just started up around us probably like a couple weeks ago. So watch out for kids, man. Uh, Let's talk about school buses because my dad's driven a school bus. Everybody knows it, but yet nobody follows it. Uh, I'll teach you. You've probably seen it, but let me me rephrase this because this this podcast revolves around our kids. Uh, School bus stop arm comes out. You're behind it, you have to stop. Two-lane road, you have to stop. Doesn't matter how many lanes it is, if there is no dividing median, and it's got to be a solid median and it can't be a turning lane, you have to stop. So four-lane highway with a turning lane, you have to stop. Four-lane highway with a grass barrier, concrete barrier, cross-traffic doesn't have to stop. But you still have to stop on your side if the... the this is, and just think about it. It's like, oh, dude, the stop arm. I see where the kid is. I know that the kid's not going to be there. I can go around. Is it really that big of a hurry? Think about this. If you have a child, could you imagine them dead? This is hard. I'm sorry. I can't believe I said that. <laughs> I just uh, I ruined it. But seriously, think about it. It's like, is it really like, I don't care if, like, if you're going to fire me if I'm late to work. It's not worth me. Driving around the school bus with the possibility of something happening. You can't trust kids. They're getting on a bus. All of a sudden, they see a fucking bug or some shit. They'll run out there and get it. You Like, dude, you got you to gotta think about it. Don't think about it for them. Think about it for yourself. Think about yourself. Don't think about saving time. Think about can you handle hitting a child with your car. 
Maybe sometime my parents probably wouldn't hit me with a car. But that's my their own kid. If you're cool with hitting your own kid, that's fine. But other people's kids, you probably wouldn't be able to deal with. But that, that's all I got. Um, oh, yeah. Hey, this is just me, probably. We live in a world surrounded by phones. That's how we communicate with each other. Text, phone, calls. If you get a text from somebody, just fucking respond. If you consider them close, respond to them within at least three hours. Because I know multiple people. And it's just, it's a pet peeve of mine. It's like, you know that you text them. You know that they see the text or call or whatever. And they just don't respond to it. Then they come back at you like a day, two days later. And act like nothing ever happened. And I'm like, come on, dude. You saw it. You saw it happen. Because I know you. I know you've been on your phone. Just respond to people, especially your loved ones, your family, your friends, all those good people. Respond to them, motherfucker. At least me. Just respond to me. I don't care about anybody else. If I fucking text you, respond to me within at least four hours. And if it's longer than that, okay, say you do respond to me the next day, acknowledge that it's been 24 hours. Don't fucking respond to a text 24 hours later and act like you just sent it, like in a quick response. I see you people out there. Watch yourselves. Uh, I'm going to try to come up with some polls. It's hard to think up this shit, you know. I, You guys could come up with some polls for me. That'd be great. Um, I did offer uh, taking care of babies to someone. Uh, it was She was like a, a pop. She was a famous person, kind of. At, you got to watch. If you ever watch Uncommon James, is that the show? With Kristen Cavallari, who I love. Uh, she was married to Jay Cutler, who I love. Bears quarterback. Um there was a girl in there named Brittany Taylor, and she was running. I don't know if she still is with Uncommon James. She was like the store manager, so she was really being involved into it. So I follow her on social media. She's just not pregnant. And she was asking about baby Instagram and stuff like that, and I put taking care of babies on there, and she reposted it. She did repost everybody that said anything, but I still felt special. So that's my moment of the week, or the three weeks. Uh, I promise it won't be three weeks for the next one. I, I will say, waiting three weeks has given me a lot more to talk about. But um, hopefully next week, I'm going to be better about thinking about certain situations. As you know, sometimes my mind's not thinking about the podcast, and I'm not like you know trying to think up. But when I'm at work, you know, I'm trying to you know get paid to do nothing. That's when I do my polls, and the polls are where I can get my topics from because that's how I get you guys to respond. So. I'm going to try to come up with some more polls. If you listen to this podcast, some people still do, and you want it, and you can think of a poll that you're interested in, like something that you do that you're wondering if other parents do, something you don't like, then, you know, let me know. Let me know. Hit that like and subscribe button. I know a lot of people put that on there. Everything I watch, they're like, I can subscribe to this. And if you have already subscribed, unsubscribe and resubscribe because that helps our numbers. I don't know. I'm not a. Uh, not sponsored by anybody. I'm not making any money off of this. It's just me speaking my mind and hopefully you guys enjoy it. Maybe you get a good kick out of it. I don't know if today was funny, but it was interesting, you know, something for you to do for 47 minutes while you drive to work, you know, driving wherever and you want to get your mind off things. Just listen to me, baby, man or woman. I don't care. Just, just roll. You got the, you got the wind in your hair. You got the hands on the steering wheel. You're going to work. Maybe you're not having a good day. It's cool. It's cool. It's going to be a good day. You're going to turn it around because Chad said so. You're an awesome parent. If nothing else, you're an awesome parent. You're like, man, I'm not feeling this today. But you already killed it. You killed it as a parent. 
got your kid to school, you got your kid to daycare, you fed them, they slept. You got this. All right, but we will see you next week. Um, I'm not going to set a certain day because it's just easier for me to kind of randomize it, but it'll be next week. Um, and we'll get a podcast out there, and I hope you guys are ready for some more polls. Uh, I hope you enjoy this as much as I do. Share it, tell it with your other friends. First-time parents uh, can be a scary feeling. I know it, you know. I don't even remember it now. I don't remember that feeling. I mean, I do. I remember it. It wasn't It wasn't scary. Like, I was like, oh, I'm ready for this. But it's it's just, it's a, there's a lot. There's a lot to take in. There's a lot of options to try. There's a lot of things, you know. There's a lot of things you don't know about. You know, you know about a million things that you can try, but if they don't work, what are the other things that you can't try? And that's where the network of parenting comes in. And mainly for dads, you know, I got this for dads, but, you know, moms can get in on this too and talk to dads. And uh, we'll all get this together. So I love you all. Have a great week. We'll see you next week.